welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. I'm the great and powerful mystery. And my name is Per, and I am from Sweden. No, I'm just kidding. This is Jay. That was a pretty good pair. I bet I tricked some people out there. If Pear's listening, he's probably like, what? When <laughs> did I record this? <laughs> All right. Who's today's freak? Who is it? Yeah. What is it? Who? It's a firefly squid. Nope. Darn it. What is it? Butterfly. No, it isn't. It's firefly. I was say, that's what you told me. Firefly squid, huh? Firefly squid. What makes these guys a freak? They, they take bioluminescence to the extreme. So firefly squids are small bioluminescent creatures found in deep water surrounding coastline of Japan. They have eight arms and two tentacles. Ooh. Uh, each have suckers and hooks. These guys are just crazy. Uh, do you want me to try to say their Japanese name? Their Japanese name? Yeah. So it's not even like Latin? No, I, they have a Jap. They have a they have a Latin name, but they, okay, they have a Japanese name too. Yeah, they're very popular in, in Japan for food markets and stuff like okay. that. I bet I could say it. Oh, it's you try it. It's right in front of the little Japanese thing. I'm good at the kanji. First paragraph. First paragraph. First paragraph, all the way at the top. Oh, up there. That's why first I said it. the first paragraph. Oh, Hotaru Ika. That's Hota- better than that's Hotaru Ika. That's better than I could do. That's what I would say. Hotaru Ika. Yeah. Ika, Ika. They are know. part of cephalopoda. That is their class. Cephalopods. Is it? I mean, squids and octopus aren't related, right? Yes, no. They are. They are oh, very related. They are? Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you mean? I just thought they were separate, but they looked similar. No. Okay. Very close. Well, never mind then. Adult firefly squids are between one and a half to three inches long. Okay, that's pretty small. Mm-hmm. And Japan harvests harvests these for food. Okay, Japan harvests everything from the ocean for food. Something that's three inches long. Yes. Okay. Uh, so their colors are mostly yellow, while others uh, can be a white or blue. They have light producing cells on the tips of their head, their mantles, their hands, and their tentacles, and even around their eyes. Their mouth cavity exhibits a dark pigmentation. So you have a light-colored body with a dark-colored mouth cavity. Uh, these guys have phosphorescent pore or phosphorescent glands all over their body and two, two gigantic ones on the tip of their tentacles. So the tentacles on a squid are the long feeding ones. Okay. And the arms are the short ones. Right. So they have eight arms and two tentacles. Okay. They live pretty much anywhere in the Western Pacific Ocean. Uh, there's another, they have a cousin in the Atlantic Ocean that is, I believe that's the butterfly squid. Ah, so they are similar. Yeah, extremely, extremely similar. Uh, these t- typically live in the twilight zone, dwelling between six hundred and twelve hundred feet. Is the twilight zone where the dark or the light can't penetrate? It's right at that the mix. Okay, that transition yeah. area. Like other squids, uh, they make movements by jet propulsion, using their and also using their tentacles to swim. Uh, in spite of living in the deep ocean, they come to the surface at night. For either hunting or spawning for their eggs. Okay. So, yeah, these guys, crazy. Uh, 
this is a whole bunch of firefly squids Whoa. on the beach. I advise everybody at home to look up them breeding. They actually breed like in the wave zone in the sand. It, it looks it, like a biolescent shrimp bloom. Yes, it does. Very similar, except you can actually see the little squids. Hmm. Uh, and their egg sacs are bioluminescent, all this stuff. Uh, they do mass group breedings. So literally whole sections of beach will be like this, or whole sections of open ocean will be like this. Be all lit up blue like mm-hmm. that. Uh, being a secondary level consumer in the food chain, firefight squid wisely uh, flash their lights to catch or in, to catch the plankton uh, in planktonic crustaceans, small fish, crabs, and shrimp. Hmm. So basically, they use their little lights to attract food. Uh, once the prey comes closer, they use their strong tentacles to attack and devour. Okay. Like uh, with mating or production, like we've already said, uh, but they start from March and they last all the way through June. There's time adult firefighters squid produce a deep blue light and attract a prospective mate. During February to July, millions and millions of female squid gather on the shoreline laying their eggs. After their eggs are dis- are discharged from their body and the water is fertilized, the females die. Oh, it's like bees, basically. Or Most lanies. cephalopods die after reproduction. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's why octopus haven't taken over the planet yet. <laughs> well, that's good then. Because they can't, they don't have, they, they have all genetic knowledge. They have no learned knowledge from gotcha. parents. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Uh, the life cycle, the eggs hatch within 6 to 14 days. Depending on water temperature, warmer waters uh, make faster hatching. Usually water temperatures are 42 to 57 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't seem that warm. It's warm for some things. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just they reach didn't. sexual maturity under a year. Okay. That, well, that makes sense. They're very fast yeah. uh, fish. These things are never like... Fish, very fast species. They don't attack people, right? I mean, they're tiny, but they don't attack people, right? No, they don't attack people. I okay. mean, they're, they're the size of your thumb. That's, well, that seems like it could be like a horror movie, like Attack at the Firefly Squids. They have high <laughs> high levels of communication in between each other. Uh their main, their actual main predators are everything from small fish to big whales. Uh, whales will just scoop up whole schools of them, like krill. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's a whole mouthful of little squiddies. Yeah, but imagine, imagine what their poop would look like. Would it does it come out bioluminescent? I don't know. Oh, their conservation status is least concern. That means they're pretty. They're considered pretty safe. They're not going to go. They're not endangered. Yeah. Soon. Interesting facts. Firefly squid have more than 800 photos or photos. No, gosh, I photospores uh, on their bodies. That's a little, that's a little group of cells that create uh, bioluminescence. They are edible and considered a delicacy in many countries, especially in Japan. You ever seen them like have little tiny squids on like ramen and stuff like that? Like whole yes. little squids? That's firefly squids. I was just talking to somebody about this too. And they said they only, oh, you know what? I think they called them octopus though. There are baby octopus that so they do. Maybe that's what they were eating. Never mind. They are capable of flashing lights in countless patterns. They'll even flash in unison to create giant grid squares of lights. Ooh. It's a, a group defense mechanism. Ooh. Are you going to tell a famous historical story about that? That was butterfly squids with Christopher Columbus. Oh, okay. Wait. That was butterfly, not yeah. firefly. Okay. The largest phosphor, uh, phosphors are always on their tentacles, like we already talked about. Here's a weird thing. They're the only species in their genus. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't 100% know what that means. Just shake your head. 
I am, but I don't know. I'll be. I'm just being full disclosure here. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't 100 know what that means. Are the only ones in their genus? It's just uh, as far as cephalopods go, that's kind of weird. Okay, why? Uh, because there's thousands and thousands of species. For you to be a standalone member in your genus, that's pretty odd. What classifies something as it's a genus? Genus like it just is their their closer family group. Okay, okay. So like it goes. Kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, then genus. Right, then species. And then species. Yeah. So their Westernuri is their genus, and they're the only one in that. Hmm. Okay. Fun fact. Fun Freaky facts. fun fact. Uh, in Toma Bay in Japan, where all the squids annually appear in this time or in the time of year to spawn, it's uh, officially announced as a natural movement or, mo- or yeah, movement by the government. The illuminated shoreline in the popular is a popular sightseeing destination for thousands of tourists and locals. So literally, whenever this happens, this area closes down all businesses and stuff like that. It's like a holiday. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Well, that's a very Japan thing to do. Don't, it is, definitely. Don't they do that with the cherry blossom trees as yes. well? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, which I've seen pictures. I, I would love to go to, I think it's northern Japan. They do the cherry blossom festival or whatever, but oh, I'd love to go see that. So this Toma Bay or Tomia Bay mm-hmm. is located in a V-shaped canyon due to some ge- uh, geographical reasonings. The ocean currents push the squids towards the shoreline. This in- this incident is known as the squid drowning themselves by local people. Squid drowning themselves because mm-hmm. they 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 die. They're going on the beach like, but they're breeding. Yeah, so they're gonna yeah. they're dying. They're, anyways, they're dead. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Yeah, I still like now. I'm stuck on the thought though, like. Especially if Japanese people eat them like a delicacy. Does it make your poop glow? I have no idea. Well, say probably not. Really? Why? Do you kill the bioluminescent part? Darn it. Man, I wanted to go eat one just to, I want for science, you know, turn all the lights off in the bathroom, try to toilet after and just Just see. Just eat a glow stick. (laughs) What? Just eat a glow stick. (laughs) Well, that's not naturally occurring in nature. Everything's naturally occurring in nature. Yeah, if we not if you, humans make it or manipulate it, I don't know. And ain't, you ain't go out in the ca- ocean and catching a glow stick. I actually, you probably would, but probably still wouldn't be working. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, I don't know unless there's a rave on the beach the night before. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Yeah, wrong. We can't use that on this show. I can use whatever buttons I want. <laughs> no, these these little incredible guys like. Uh, they, Little tiny squids, like uh, I just watching on Animal Planet last night about the silver side migration, uh, which is a little tiny fish in the ocean. There are there are freshwater silver sides, uh, but these we're talking about some of the oceanic ones in these reefs mm-hmm. that the tarpon follow. Uh, tarpon are gigantic fish, sometimes nine nine foot long. Yeah, but they specialize in small prey. Okay, there's a few species I you know you can think of that are gigantic that specialize in very small prey. Gotcha. Uh, but they follow this silver side migration, and literally, there's billions of them in these canyons and like in the, in these reefs, mm-hmm. and it's just crazy the number. Like little fish, little animals are insane when they like okay. mullet. I I miss said it th- during our live show, but it's a sardine. The sardine run is the largest biological movement on the planet. That's insane. Where everything from humpback and blue whales to little tiny fish follow these sardines breeding and stuff like that, just to eat them. Yeah. To, yeah. And it's it's it, the amount of biological life that is dependent on sardines is crazy, right? Yeah, no, that's awesome. Let's get some of these squids. 
I, I don't want to deal with salt water. If I ever oh, did yeah, salt water, dang it. If I ever did, it would either be a cuttlefish or an octopus. That'd be would bad. be worth it. You better put a big locking key on that octopus tank. Because he ain't staying in there. Oh, yeah. That's why you just put buckets of water around the room so you have somewhere else to go. <laughs> just give them, oh, yeah. Just already planned for it. Just have big tubs of water out. All right. You've made it out. You're in here now. Well, like, yeah. It's, that's, where, that's why you got the first places to check. <laughs> yeah. The place he lives. Still be alive in. That would be sweet, though. But one day. One day this, stu- this studio will have it. Oh, we'll put him in the claw machine. Mm. Let him operate it. Right. Yeah. That'd be sweet. We'll have sunken treasure in there and stuff. I have been the great and powerful mystery. And I've been Jay. Uh, so this weekend, it's getting warmer out all this time. Uh, if anybody wants to post on the Cups of the Corn Facebook page, I'd like to see a picture of like a spring bloom. Hmm. Uh, I haven't seen any toads out yet, depending on where you are in the U.S., Ooh. but that's always when I know like actual spring is here. So you see a toad or a gardener snake. Oh, okay. That's the sign of spring. To me, it's always because yeah. when we lived out in the country and stuff like that, that's what like one of the first... Reptiles and amphibians you'd see out and about, but you know, toads are always out, yeah, yeah. But when toads are out, that means it's probably you're probably over the last frost, yeah. Oh, I mean, in the spring and summer, they're yeah. always they're everywhere out there. Oh, the summer, I mean, even here in town, yeah, yeah they're bad but, here yeah. too. Not bad, I love them. Oh, oh, me too. I just mean they're almost the, each night I can go out and find a toad if I want to, uh, or they're on the sidewalk, yeah. So take a picture of a toad, take or a picture a, of a dandelion, yeah, dandelion. Try to find the biggest one you can, not weeds, not weeds. But That's not native. Still not weeds. Non-native invasive. That's what gets a good invasive. It is. It's not a good invasive. Yeah, it breaks up the soil. It's good nutrients. They've been demonized by a big uh, pharma. I'd rather have them in the yard than grass. Don't get me wrong. Right. But their natives would be better. Aren't they native to India or something like that? I know. I know they're, they came over from the UK. Because uh, they were medicine. Oh, it's UK. Okay. Yeah, it's great medicine. They're medicine and food source. You don't even know what they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Kill you. What, what, what is the ailment they cure then? Diarrhea. No. Oh. I've been the great and powerful mystery. And I've been Jay. Have a good weekend, guys. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Fat on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow... Remember to share and give it a five-star review.